Do you want to discover more joy, peace, and freedom with food exercise in your body? Here we bring a compassionate, holistic, and sustainable approach to fitness so you can fully enjoy the life you want and express your unique self with the world. I'm Michelle Roscoe, and I want to help you find fitness freedom. I'm so glad you're here. Do you remember lying in bed as a kid before you fell asleep and staring at the shadows on the wall that looked like scary monsters or faces? It was terrifying until your little eyes traced the shadow back to the original object and you realized it was just that little tight kitchen set or the figurine on your dresser or a tree from outside the window. It's the same thing with food. I remember living in constant fear of food. Everything I ate determined how I felt about myself. If I ate under or at my cal caloric goals, I was good. But if I ate something unhealthy or I ate too much, in my opinion, I was bad. I was extremely specific with my food intake and felt so in control. But in reality, food controlled me. I gave away my power to food because I let it determine how I felt about myself. When all we're looking at is the morality of a food, if it's bad or good, or if it will make us gain weight or not, we are looking at the shadow. But if you trace your eyes back to what food actually is, you realize it's just variations of molecular structures and it's not so scary anymore. That's why one of the best things you can do if you struggle with food, your relationship with food, whether that's restricting, binging, emotional eating, yo-yo dieting, or even just the way you feel around food, one of the best things you can do is to take a closer look at the food itself, not just the stories you have around it. And mindful eating can help with this eventually, but if you're struggling to listen to your body after years of not listening to it or being out of touch with it, mindful eating can feel like someone is speaking a foreign language to you. And in order to be better at understanding your body in the first place and connecting with your body, you have to start with some more information. So at first, it's most important not to focus on mindful eating, but to educate yourself on how food works and what food is. This replaces curiosity with fear because when there's curiosity and there's interest, that helps us be more open and openness is kind of the opposite of fear. It's not that controlling tightness. It's this curious openness. So it's an important step in improving your relationship with food. How does this look? How does this look for you? No matter where you are at in your food journey or fitness journey with your body, whether you are on the road to recovery, you haven't started, or you feel like you're an expert, how does this look? I'm going to give you three things you can do to empower yourself with food and take the fear away so you can make choices where you're the one in control, not the food. Here's number one. This is so key. Learn how nutrition works in your body beyond calories. Energy balance is important, 
But if you're feeling activated and fearful around food, you're worried about making the right choice and sometimes sabotaging your efforts, take the focus off of calories or even nutrient density or nutrition in general and learn more about just how food works in your body. And I'm talking about on the very scientific, basic level, how food works in your body. For example, did you know that women tend to crave dark chocolate around menstruation because it contains magnesium, which is lost in our blood? Or that there isn't just one type of protein, but 20 different building blocks that make up protein with names like lysine and tryptophan? I challenge you to look at food on a more basic scientific level. Like searching up the literal molecular structure of fats, proteins, carbohydrates. I go over this in my program in detail because it is such an important part of improving your relationship with food and making healthier choices. But you could just go you could just go onto Google and search molecular structure of fat. Go ahead and type that in and you'll get a scientific ex- explanation of how fat works. I encourage you to read it, to look at it until your eyes bleed and you're like this is so boring or you might find it fascinating. Then think about that, what you, whatever you learned, whatever information you gathered, the next time you use olive oil or spread butter on your bread or see fat in a nutrition label. Here's something to, that you can take away from this, from this point. Reality is the best antidote to our fears. Take away the stories and all you have left is what is. And what is, is healing. Not our stories, not our fears, but what actually is. And that's presence. Uh, Side note, if you want to get into this, check out Loving What Is by Byron Katie. How crazy that food can take us. This this point about food can take us onto a, a, a mention of Byron Katie. Check it out. Number two. Knowing how food works chemically, start to notice how it interacts with your unique body. And I'm not just talking about the numbers. I'm not just talking about, you know, following rules. I'm talking about getting a little bit more in touch. This relates to mindful eating. I talk about this with uh, my go slow stop list in my program, but your body Get this, your body is made up of trillions of cells. Trillions of cells. Can you even fathom that number? We barely can fathom billions or millions, let alone trillions. And your body has so many different kinds of molecular structures that make up your cells, your organs, and your body systems that keep it running day in, day out, 24-7 for you, whether you're thinking about it or not. So how does the molecular structure of food interact with the molecular structure of your body. Get curious. Start noticing more closely how a food makes you feel during a meal or after you eat it. Beyond just, you know, the energy balance or calories or weight, just notice how does this food make me feel? And in order to do this without, you know, slipping back into that control, you have to do this without judgment, without trying to predict an outcome and just be open to that what is that I mentioned in point one. It's going to help you. And this is kind of an unorthodox tip number three, but 
I'm going to share it with you. I don't know if you've ever heard something like this before, but I'm all about unorthodox. (laughs) Number three, travel the world. If you've ever gone to another country and tried their food, you know how the function of food is generally the same. You know, we need to eat because we're hungry. We eat meals with friends, family as a way of connecting, so on and so forth. People sell food to, to have a living. The function of food is the same, but the content is different. Just like learning another language or going into a different culture can help you see the world in a different way, experiencing different foods can bring a fresh perspective that can get you out of your head. Like, I remember the first time I tried fufu when I was in Togo and I was eating with my hands and I was so confused about it. I remember when I ate, I tried horse meat soup in Kyrgyzstan and uh, it wasn't bad. Or uh, the times that I've traveled across Asia and, you know, put things in my mouth that I was not sure exactly (laughs) what it was. It kind of keeps you open kind of questions and challenges that strict control that you have. So you don't need to travel to another country to experience this, right? You can do it from the comfort of your own home, the comfort of your own city, the familiarity of your own city. So here are some things you can try for this point. Look up a recipe from a type of cuisine you've never tried before and go shopping for a meal. Make it a fun thing to do. Look up a recipe from a country uh, that you've never been to before you've never tried their food put a list of ingredients on your phone or on a piece of paper and go shopping for it try a restaurant in your area that serves different food different cuisine or browse the aisles of a mart from a different part of the world maybe that you're asian mart or there's an african or a different european mart i know those are very generic terms and there are many countries within those continents but This will activate the curiosity muscle in your brain around food and get you out of that stuck mode. So if you can see a theme or a thread throughout all of these points, I think it would be to be curious about what is. Because when you can get out of your head and just see things as they are rather than staying stuck in your stories and fear, you're able to have freedom because truth is freeing, right? Reality is freeing. So these are three ways that you can do it. If any of this was helpful for you, let me know. You could message me on Instagram. I'll give you my my handle in the show notes. You can also email me. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have any ideas about how else you can do this to remove this fear around food, I'd be happy to hear it. If you're not sure where to start with this food thing or what to learn next or really how to get out of this stuck, fearful place, I get you. And I created my program, The Holy Grail of Holistic Health, to take out the guesswork for you. It gives you the step-by-step practices, the knowledge, the tools, and support to really remove the scary shadows that you see around food and exercise and your body and have more confidence and peace with food and exercise and your body. You can go into the link in the show notes to join. 
You can also get my free seven day emotional eating guide if that's something that you struggle with, you know, going up and down with your eating in the link in my show notes. It will improve your relationship with food in less than a week with simple and empowering practices you can do daily. That's for free, completely for free. And if this was helpful for you, please rate this, review this, and uh, let me know. I would love to hear from you. Have a wonderful, beautiful day. Thank you.